Welcome to Escape This Podcast, a show that's a mix between tabletop role-playing and escape room puzzles. This is episode 10 of our fan room series. It needs a name and I never have one. But this is it, episode 10. We're almost at the end of it, but listeners, this is your time to shine. Give this season a name. (laughs) Of course, this is when we need one. Every episode, we have a fan of the show come on and run Danny and myself through a room that they have created. We're sort of flipping the script, but we've done this before, so it's not that interesting anymore. You know, like you listening at home, you've seen this before. It's not a wild break from format. We did it last year. And this episode, I want to say a returning guest, but it's only a returning guest to people who are subscribed to our Patreon. Uh, It's Osandra White. Welcome. Thank you for having me again. (laughs) Yes. Now, we've had you on before to do one of our playtests. So you've been on as you you, played with me. You helped Bill destroy one of my rooms in its draft form to help make it better. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Which room did we playtest? That was the the episode eight of the... not, of uh, what Alice of found. What Alice found. In the, in the, the sewers or yeah. like the tunnels. Yeah. So we we play tested that together. So so people who are supporters of the show of this show on Patreon, you will have heard Asandra in that playtest audio. But now she's got her own room for us to play and destroy and tear. Danny's gonna be like, uh, actually you shouldn't do that puzzle that way. <laughs> that's, that's, that's 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 poor design. This is how I do things. <laughs> Uh, well, yes, uh, welcome to the show. Now, what we didn't ask you during the playtest, I'm assuming, are the two questions that we ask all of our guests on the main show, which is that this is an escape room show. So what is your escape room experience? All right. So um, I've always loved puzzles and all that kind of stuff, but I never went to a physical escape room before. And there were <laughs> some that came to my town that I wasn't able to go. And then when, you know, the pandemic... I was like, nope, nobody's doing anything. But I did manage to do a virtual escape room with my uh, co-workers at my work-from-home job that I got. Nice. Oh, nice. How, how does that go, being with co-workers? Does that feel like it changes the dynamic? It was pretty fun. One of the funny things was, like, it was two teams of us. So we were one team, but we split up on purpose to compete in the same room. It was kind of like we were running through the same room and to see who would go faster. Sure. But the guy who was, this was a cool setup and there was a guy with like a GoPro on and he would walk around the room, look around the room Ah. and you have to tell him what to do, what to grab, like pull the pictures, stuff like that. So there was this cool trick. It was a cool puzzle with a bottle. So you had to put like a handkerchief in the bottle or something and then pull out a key (laughs) But he kept not, like, being able to do it. <laughs> so we were like, <laughs> we only lost because he wasn't doing it. He was like, okay, wait, while I'm doing this, what do you want to do? Because I can't do it. I'm like, oh, no. Just do it. How many times has he probably had to do it before? <laughs> he just choked. I didn't um, blame him. It was a cool thing where if you're in the room and you're having a hard time doing it, you know, it's like, oh man, this is challenging. But like, if someone else is doing it, you're just frustrated. Like, Kai, come on, just do it. <laughs> so it was, it was fun. It was an experience, but I still want to do one in person myself. Nice. Nice. So the other aspect of the show is it's escape rooms in a sort of tabletop role-playing format. Do you have any tabletop role-playing experience? Uh, so not really formally tabletop role-playing, but I did run a couple of little fun like role play games 
for friends, mm. like in Discord and stuff. But even before that, my siblings and I used to play this thing called what would you do things, <laughs> <laughs> which is basically you just talk to each other and say, okay, what did you do? Then this guy came. What would you do? Like, oh, you're in the room. Okay, then what did you do? So it's basically kind of like role play game, but there's no dice. Yeah. There's no rules. You just say what you do. It sounds like good GM practice. And look, to be honest, there are a lot of people who are playing role playing games where that is all they want to be doing, and they're like, "Oh, why do I have to roll dice now?" You don't. You could just you could just play. You don't need to play. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, I've heard just on the grapevine that this room that we're about to do has a lot of puzzles in it. So I think we should get straight into yeah, it. I don't we, think we can we waste any more time. We probably don't have time. <laughs> so uh, I think if you're ready to go... Well, potentially. Well, if we're ready to exactly, go... Exactly. I was going to say, time. I, usually I ask the other GM to whisk us away into a world of adventure, but I suppose this time I'm going to ask all of us, including Danny and myself, to whisk ourselves away into a world of adventure. There. That wraps up another fine month at Nellendil Plastics. According to my calculations, looks like we came out just over even. Oh, again. Hey, at least we haven't gone under in a while. Remember what happened two years ago? <sighs> Darius, why didn't you just sell the company when you first inherited it? I, I mean, I know, it's been in the Nellendil line for generations. But it's not really doing anything for us, you know? We're barely staying afloat. Every other month you say that same thing, and every other month I tell you how much of a hassle it would be to get yeah. rid of it. Who wants to buy a plastics company in Australia these days? Well, you could just let it go. Let it go? What about all the workers, Brenda? Over half of them are family and friends. Who knows what would happen to them if we shut the place down? They're depending on us. I understand that, Darius. We're not doing too shabby, but I feel like we aren't going anywhere at all. We're at a standstill. I thought we wanted to go on adventures and travel the world, live it up. This is nothing like the life we talked about when we were dating. I... You're right. But, look, I guess it, it's enough for me. Being with my loving husband is what really matters. Doing something we know and sort of love. Helping family and friends, that sort of thing. It is what it's all about. Oh, well put. Hmm. Couldn't have said it better myself. Well, just warming you up for next month when I'll have to talk you into keeping the company. <laughs> you will, won't yeah, you? Yeah, every time. Hey, boss. This hot shot guy is here to see you. Calls himself Ned Bevy. Ned Bevy? The Ned Bevy. Internationally renowned billionaire. Mm -hmm. What on earth is he doing here? No idea, but he's waiting for you in the office. Oh, hi. Darius L. Brenda S. Nellendil. What a pleasure to finally meet the two of you in person. Surely the pleasure is all ours, Mr. Bevy. Um, <clears throat> uh, what brings you here this evening? Well, I can taste success from a mile away. I can see it in the sound of your voice. I can hear it in your fingertips and smell it in the look on your face. <sighs> I want to partner with you. I'll be acquiring your business. Kaboom! Now, now, now. Nothing will really change. Your current workers can stay. But I'll be adding some of my own. Then... Everybody's getting a pay raise. 
even you two. I'm already in talks with five different companies around the world who want their goods packaged by you. We'll ship faster and further and make loads more money. You have the awesome factory. I have the wealthy connections. Together, we're going places. We'll be unstoppable. Your names, your faces, your plastics will be everywhere. What do you say, huh? I don't really know what to say, to be honest. Why, why us? Why now? Why not? Opportunity knocks at the strangest of times. The question is, will you open the door? Your destiny lies right in front of you. Only a signature away. Can we think about this for a second? Sure. Kaboom! Seconds up. <laughs> um, uh... Don't worry. It's not like you're signing your lives away or anything. <laughs> Even if you were. Tell you what. I'll give you 31 days to rescind. Consider it a free trial. If you don't like the lavish lifestyle, private jets, luxury vacations, and boatloads of extra cash laying around, you can cancel any time before the month is out. Private jets? Luxury vacations. Deal. Deal. <laughs> Brenda, Darius, you two are on a roll. We've made deals with seven companies across the globe and have already shipped all their orders out. I think you both deserve a little vacay. Yes! Private Island, here we come. <laughs> oh, that island was so great. I've never gone anywhere more beautiful in my entire life. Me either. But I don't think I've ever gone anywhere less beautiful than this place coming up. Why are you taking us here? The storms forced us to take a detour. Those islands you see are not part of any resort. The native people are victims of much pollution. Oh no, look at the water. There's so much litter. Oh, the poor little fishies. The animals oh. are choking. Are the children oh. drinking from that oh. water? Hey, don't drink from that. They have no other choice. It's their only source of water. The, the litter is tangled up in the trees. It's in all the plants. It's everywhere. Brenda, is that our logo? Well, oh, no. Darius, you're right. That means we're responsible for this. Yeah, we're the ones who sent all this <sighs> junk over here. Uh, I feel so bad about everything. I wish we could take it all back. Maybe we aren't able to reverse what we've already done, but we simply cannot allow this to continue. We have to stop making plastics at once. <laughs> How on earth are we going to do that? We've already made big deals with several large companies. We've signed contracts. We did, didn't we? No matter. It's okay. Let's change up our company a bit. We can tell Mr. Bevy about everything we saw. He'll understand. Really? Yeah, totally. No, I don't know. I don't think he's gonna be happy about being dropped by seven big companies. No, he won't get dropped. We'll just tell him and the big companies and they'll change everything, no problem. We'll, we'll start a green movement. We can research how to be more sustainable and eco-friendly. Mm -hmm. Then we'll make better packaging and everyone's happy. Uh, I don't know, are they gonna buy that? Of course they will, Brenda. 
everything will be fine. Don't worry about it. Whoa, whoa, hold it, hold it, hold on, people. One at a freaking time. Jeez. Uh, sorry. I mean, we mean... Um, Our products are causing lots of pollution all over the world. We're killing little fish. The plastic is choking animals. They're getting all tangled up in plants. It's all over. Littering the island people's land and their only water source. The children were playing in it. Children! There's plastic everywhere. everywhere. Plastic everywhere. Isn't that what you always wanted? Well, yeah, that was before we saw the destruction we were causing. Now we just wish we could make all the plastic disappear. Well, we already have seven deals made. Contracts. Money. Yeah, I know, but that was the other part of the plan. We tell the seven companies that we're revising a bit. Yeah, on the way back... We researched some ways to manufacture eco-friendly packaging in a sustainable way. Uh, it turns out it's totally doable. It'll just take a little more time and money, that's all. Right. The factory will only need a couple more million dollars from you and a few months of shutdown to upgrade our equipment and mm. train the workers on the new processes. After that, we'll be back up and running like absolutely nothing's changed. Plus, it's only the 30th and you said we had until the 31st to oh. rescind, so we're technically still in compliance? Yeah, and guess what? We aren't even really cancelling. We're only trying to take the business into a new direction, you know? Hmm. Sounds like you two got it all figured out, eh? You did all your research and really thought things through. <sighs> a new direction. I love it. <sighs> Let's make this official and have you sign the... Oh, man. You know what? The papers aren't here. <laughs> I had them shipped to my important paper private island where I keep all my important papers. Don't worry. It's right between my priceless collectible action figure private island and my expensive sports car private island. So it won't take us very long at all to get there if we head out now. Want to take the penumbra? Is that the luxury yacht you and your billionaire friends meet on all the time? That's the one. On the way, we can discuss those sustainability plans of yours. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great. Lovely. <laughs> the both of you breathed a collective sigh of relief. You didn't expect him to be so understanding, but he was. That made you two happier than ever. You both followed him out to the marina, boarded the yacht, and had a light conversation over drinks. The next morning, you both awaken in a luxurious bedroom to rays of sun shining directly into your eyes. You don't exactly remember falling asleep, so it takes a while to piece together where you two are. But when you finally do, you arise to go sign the paperwork and find that the doors will not open. Confused, you yank on them for a while, then reach for yourselves to call Mr. Bevy. Unfortunately, you are disappointed to realize that your phones and the rest of your belongings are gone. Enraged, you scan your surroundings. <laughs> I'm scanning! <laughs> What's over here? What's on my right? In front of you, on the west wall, stands the set of frosted glass double doors that just won't open no matter how hard you yank on them. Directly to your left sits the luxurious bed you just awakened from. 
The east wall across from the bed is covered in windows. A line of three portholes at the top where beams of the rising sun shine through, and a large glass window in the floor where fish can be seen swimming around in the water below. In the south yep. wall is a bookshelf next to a closet. Along the north wall hang various pieces of framed artwork above a desk that is covered with several papers. Most obvious of those papers, there's a paper with bold red words on it that catches your eye. We'll check that out in a second. Uh, all right, is there anything else? No, that's about it. What you can see from here. <laughs> well, I heard that uh, one of those bits of paper on the desk is red and shiny and being like, hey, look at me, I'm a piece of... Pa-. So maybe we should That's go over there and important. read the piece of paper. Yeah, okay, let's do that. Let's head to the desk. Okay. I want to have a look at these papers on the desk. When you go over to the desk, the most obvious thing there is this little nose. Oh, okay. Nice. Uh, shall I read this? Sure. So it's in all red writing. It says, Oh, Brenda and Darius, how naive you two are. You think I would go back on such a contract? We have already locked in deals with seven different major companies. I would never allow you to rescind now. Instead, I sent you away on your final luxury vacation. One that will end with you sleeping with the fishes you hold... Oh, sorry. One that will end with you sleeping with the fishes you hold so dear. What a shame. I No, if he says sleeping with the fishes. You call yourselves playing the heroes? Now, you're just a couple of big fat zeros. You could have had the life if only you'd kept your mouth shut. You've only passed those riches to me, though. With both of you gone, page 12 of the agreement states that I am the sole successor and heir to the Nellendil throne, regardless of any family and friends you may have included in your last wills and testaments. My contract trumps all. Have a nice swim, Ned Bevy. So one of those two accents will probably be accurate. (laughs) P.S. Don't waste your time feeling hopeful that a random person will find this piece of evidence and avenge you. Nine times out of ten, nobody's going to come all the way out here. Besides, this special type of paper dissolves in water. So kaboom! I I just took a third pass at the accent. Cool. Okay, so one, destroying evidence. Great, no one will prove that he did anything wrong. Yep. Two... Should we be paying attention to that? Are we going to have to dissolve some paper and water at some point? I think so. Okay. Well, it'll be good to know. And uh, looking at this, just first pass, any obvious puzzles that you see? I don't. It seems like it's mostly setting up the story, but there could be a secret puzzle. There could. You're right. I don't see like any it's suspicious a, words that stand yeah, out it's immediately. It's not acrostic for first letters. There are a couple of numbers, but uh, uh, so maybe... Oh, uh, yeah, but they're also just... They are, like, they're very appropriate. Mm. So if we do have to pay attention to those numbers... But they could be, yeah. It's two... subtle. Oh, na- so what are the numbers? You've got the oh, naive, you, two how, are, you two are. Seven different major seven, companies. You're a couple of zeros. A couple of zeros as well. Page 12 of the agreement. So it's nine times out of ten. Okay. Oh, no. It's it's possible. Uh, but that's a lot of numbers. I w- certainly wouno know what to do with them. So I've got two seven zero zero because it's a couple of yeah. zeros. One two nine one zero. Huh. If that matters at all, I've written it down. Good. Okay. Okay. We're ready. Um, now, are there other papers on this desk that we can have a look at? There are quite a few papers. Um, I'll just read this. How rude! You get the notion to take it with you, though. Maybe you can find a way to preserve it so that it can be found one day and you can be avenged, just in case you don't make it out of here. 
The desk itself is a work of art. Beautifully carved wooden legs, a smooth top, and a fancy little drawer that is tightly secured with a twisting combination lock. On top of the desk, besides the note you found, sits a classic green glass banker's lamp that is not currently turned on. Its base is surrounded by an empty coffee mug, a few loose papers you can only wish are not as horrible as the one you've already read, and a map of the world fixed to the corkboard with various pins stuck in it. All right, so we have this map, and we've got a picture of this map as well. Oh, boy. Um, which you can see if you're playing along at home. There's an image that you can see for this map. There's a lot of stuff on this map. So it's a map of the world. It's a map of the world. We've got continents. It's the whole world. We've got North America, South America, How Africa. do you rate the projection on this map? Uh, it's good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. They've Greenland out, so is not... appropriately small. Yeah, it's it's a it's a good. Uh, what what's the hey, Osandra? What's the name of this type of projection? <laughs> it's obviously not a Makeda projection, but it bulges out at the sides to retain some uh, kind of proper true geography of a globe. Yeah, I um, call that stretched globe. I do not know what to call it. But it's good. It's a good projection. Things are relatively the right sizes, mostly, it seems. I feel like Australia is technically like, wider and not its normal. Nice semi-symmetrical shape that mm. people think it is, but um, it's doing all right. Everything seems to be labelled pretty well. We've got yeah, we got coloured pins and everywhere. a million coloured pins, like a, a, an absolute bevy of coloured pins. There are red <laughs> ones, purple ones, grey ones, yellow ones, brown ones, green ones, orange ones, because these are different, right? Orange and yellow. Oh yeah, they are. Yeah, we got a lot of different There's types. There's a lot. So. My first thought immediately was like, maybe if you connect up all the red ones, they would like make but an image, but they no don't way seem they know to know how to do right? that. Quite surely. fairly spread. Um, so this is something that it seems to me we need more information about. Oh, are there seven colours? Why seven? Because there are seven partnerships that have been formed, oh, and I man. wonder if maybe we'll have to go like <laughs> each of these represents something to do with one of the partnerships. I'm very bad at counting colors on a spread like this i don't know what skill that is but i don't have no it. i understand it, it is difficult Two, three. um but there's there's red there's purple there's green there's gray i think there's more than seven orange i there's... think i've seen eight okay well yeah there's some number at I there think. Is. might be seven might be eight all right wonderful that's a map of the world i can't do anything with this yet uh, i don't think we have the capacity to um so let's keep looking Perhaps around shall not. we not yeah can we have a look at the other... Are there any other interesting... You said there were other papers on the desk. Yeah, so the other papers don't really look very interesting at all to you. Mm. Lots of business papers, and they have useless information. There's some spilled coffee on it. All right. I feel like we're being pushed towards this coffee mug. we got to look at this coffee mug. mug. Well, there's actually nothing really exciting about the coffee mug either. It's empty now. It has traces of coffee in it. That's it. Mm. Huh. All right, uh, this combination lock on the desk, does it look like a standard one where it's like a rotate it clockwise, then anticlockwise, then clockwise and done? So it's the one like that looks like a tube and it has different dials on it. It looks like it has letters and numbers on it, and there wow. are like seven. Seven dials, seven? letters and numbers cool, kind cool, of mixed cool. together. That's interesting. Now, the only other thing on this desk that's, I mean, other than the carved, do the carved legs look like anything interesting? Or they carve just fancily. They're not like carved into little animal shapes and words and a, and a little riddle. Okay. Um, if we turn on the lamp yeah. or turn on off the lamp, does anything change? That's what I'm thinking. Does it, all the coffee stains turn into puzzles? How UV is this lamp? Uh, coffee stains don't turn into puzzles, but the banker lamp usually doesn't light up green, but this one 
seems to be lighting up green. And oh, when it does, yeah. you notice there's a change in the map. Ooh, oh, that's oh. a lot greener. I love it. That's literally so. It's now it's we got the same picture oh, of the fun. map. Uh, and, and now sad. it says polluted areas. That's really sad. And so now we can see that the map is covered. The colors are still the same, but there are now uh, areas that have pollution. So, for example, oh, on the left no, of the map, yeah. we see one big area that has four pins. It's like a big toxic cloud. A big toxic cloud with four pins. It has a red, a yellow, a green, and a gray. There's another one with three. There's another. Then there's three separate ones that each have one pin in them, another one with a single pin. So certain pins or combinations of pins are highlighted as being polluted. Do you think this is enough to solve a puzzle or do we still need more information? <laughs> My gut is that we need more information. Because, mm. like, what do we do about these polluted areas? What are we trying to learn? But maybe that, like, limits which colours we, we use and we still then connect all the yellows up. Or we can... I'm not sure. It doesn't seem... Like Typically, we can do anything yet. assuming that we have not been told this is a super puzzle-heavy room, I would keep looking around I would the keep room looking. before. So let's keep looking. Maybe this. we'll end up coming back to this yep. without new information, but I think we'll be able to find more if we look around. So let's leave the desk, shall we? Okay. Our goal is, one of our goals is to get out of this room mm. that we're locked in. Do you want to see what's stopping us? Do you want to go check the door? Absolutely. I would love to check the door, especially since I believe it was glass doors. So yeah. we should well, be able to... Well, frosted glass. So we'll oh, see yeah, if we can Oh, yeah, we can't out. peer out But yeah, can we have well? a look at these, these frosted glass double doors? So you return to the frosted glass doors and try pulling on the golden handles one more time. Unfortunately, no matter how hard you try, the doors won't budge one bit. Okay. Uh, and can we look out the doors? Like, how frosted is this glass? So you can not really see much, but you do notice the handles are just like those long handles that curve downwards. And they're long mm -hmm. golden handles and there's no keyhole. No keyhole. But every time you pull on it, it doesn't open. Can I push? <laughs> oh, so you had to push. You feel so silly for not doing so earlier. <laughs> Behind the frosted doors is a small bathroom that contains a toilet, a sink with a mirror above it, and a walk-in shower. Very minimalistic in a sleek and fancy kind of way. Still, there are no other doors to go into. Wait, yeah, how do you get out of this room? You get into this bedroom. There has to be some <laughs> other way out. Danny, what are we doing next? Hey. I'm assuming the bookshelf will be the way out now, but... but... Oh, that'd be fun. Shall we uh, embrace our fate and just look at some nice artwork? Yeah, if you want to look at the art. Let's look at the art on the north wall. Well, I will tell you that when you are walking out of the... Back out of the bathroom, since you didn't say you did, I will just tell you that you did see on the back of the door... Mm -hmm. There's a key in Ooh. a small, um, you know, sometimes when there's those, in, in case of emergency, break this glass, it's a very small little thing on the panel of the door that's not, not the glass part. And it has a little green key with a helicopter icon on it. Can we, can we take the key? Can we, can we break glass in case of emergency? You see that it's screwed in on each four sides uh, with screws. And the glass is too hard for you to try to break just by punching it or something. Yeah. So you right. think you need a tool to open it. Okay, so there's a key in the bathroom. Should mm, should we check more of the bathroom before we go? Now that we've opened it? Probably smart, isn't it? Yeah, while we're, okay, while we're here, that, yeah, we've seen the key. Yeah, it didn't me at all for some reason. Um, if we search the rest of this bathroom, if we have a look at the, 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 the toilet and the... Like, is there anything in the toilet look or in, in the, the system? Look in the toilet. 
Anything? Is anything the shower? There's no water in there because this is a yacht. But if you flush it, water will go into it, and then water will go back out of it. Okay. So okay. We've got lots of water, got but we water don't access. particularly want that right now. I don't necessarily want to dissolve this paper. No, but maybe other not. paper, hmm. like the map. No. <laughs> uh, okay. Cool. Wonderful. Now we can go and have a look at that art. So upon the wall hang nine frames. Eight of them are paintings oh. of a ship on the water. The center one is a clock that seems to have the correct time. Wait, a, a clock or a painting of a clock? It's a real clock. Okay. While you're about to look at this painting, I, I will show you. While you're about to look at it, though, you hear a noise coming from the closet. Ah, what? Oh, okay, so maybe we should go to the closet no! instead of these paintings? Let's go to the closet. You, okay, you do that. I go to the sure, closet. Sure, whatever. I'm not going there. <laughs> okay, so Brenda stays by the paintings, mm-hmm. but Darius goes over to, he bravely goes over to the closet. Of course. As you near the closet, you begin to hear subtle noise. Rustling? Breathing? What do you do? Um, oh, okay. So, first of all, for anybody else who's following along at home, who's following along at home, uh, we have that image for the uh, paintings that you can see yourself, which Danny is looking at while I open the closet door. All right. Cautiously, you pull open the door and out falls a young woman. She is gagged, blindfolded, and her hands are bound. She begins breathing hard and panicking, trying to speak and wrench her hands free. Oh, no. I free her. I don't know. She might be a spy. Can I free her? Do, can I... You managed to free her all but except for her. She actually has handcuffs on that are locked and you okay. can't unlock them. Oh, I'm so glad you two are all right, Mr. and Mrs. Nellendil. You don't know me, but my name is Constance Harbor. I'm one of the secret agents sent from Will-O-Wisp to protect you two. It doesn't look like we did a good job of that, though. Last night, I heard gunshots. I'm glad it wasn't you they finished off, but I'm starting to think it must have been my partner. Obligatory associate, you mean? <gasps> and no, they haven't shot me. Someone! You're alive! Of course. I'm perfectly fine as always. By now, you shouldn't be surprised. That's my obligatory associate, someone. Yeah, people call him someone. He doesn't give out his real name to anybody, so don't ask. It looks like I'm in some sort of bedroom, and thankfully, I have Mr. and Mrs. Nellendil right here with me, completely unscathed. Where are you? Mm, I am not exactly sure. I was gagged, but I got rid of that. I'm still blindfolded, and my hands are cuffed. But not for long. Sure. In the meantime, do you feel or hear anything around you? I'm sitting on a hard metal floor. And I hear a faint ticking sound. Uh-oh. Ticking sound? It's a bomb. Is it a good ticking sound or a bad ticking sound? How exactly would you rate ticking sounds? You know, happy ticking like the beat of a song, normal ticking like a regular clock, bad ticking like a big scary bomb... How about good ticking, like the happy <laughs> song of a regular clock attached to a big scary bomb? <laughs> what? No. That's what you call good ticking? That is not good ticking. How is that good ticking? 
Because bomb disposal is fun. <laughs> fun? That's not exactly how I'd describe it. Hmm, I guess not. You'll be relieved to know every mission I've been assigned to with a bomb involved turned out to be pretty fun. Okay, so you've defused all the bombs. That is a relief. Uh, no. I didn't say that. Walking away from the explosion of a bomb you can't defuse is also fun. Or running away from it. Or flying away from it. How about not getting away from it? That's not very fun. Please don't say you think that's fun. Sometimes he's super smart. Other times he's flat out cuckoo. We'd better find him fast before he decides to do something fun. All right, that was fun. That was fun. great fun. Um, I'm excited. So, okay, hold on. We 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 I freed a woman out of a cupboard, out of a closet. I look. Her name is Constance Harbor, oh. and she's from the spy service Will-O-Wisp. <laughs> Here to look after us. Did she get? Did she have like? How were we hearing someone? Was he like on a? He's on her on communicator. Ah, oh, she has a cool, fancy communicator. Uh, okay, and here's somewhere where there is a metal floor and the ticking of an mm -hmm. obvious bomb. Um, <laughs> so he's behind the clock painted. Uh, that the, was the my immediate thought. Yeah. Okay, uh, can we ask her some questions, or should I we just? I am her now. So. All right. Oh. Uh, why? What are you? Why? Why are you looking how, at us? Yeah, how did this happen? We're just two plastic owners. Um, basically, Ned Bevy, he didn't like that you guys were trying to be eco, so he wanted to get rid of you guys, and that's why you guys are on this yacht now. And it's probably a death trap because we came to stop him, and yeah. we got beat up. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, do you know a way off this? Do you know how yeah, we how get well out of here? Yeah, how well do you know here? this raft? I don't. Solve all the yacht, puzzles for yacht, me. not raft. It's <laughs> not the same thing. Yacht. Yeah, very different. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, this yacht, it's very secretive. We don't know anything about it. We were only spying in. I don't know how to get out of here either. Hmm. Do you have any amazing weapons or master keys or anything like that? No, he took half of my stuff. He just didn't know that we had communicators in our ears. Hmm. Okay. Do we want to keep talk talking with Constance or do we want to solve our own puzzles? I mean, I don't know if I have any specific questions right now. Yeah, just know that she's but... still in the room with you now that you freed her. Yeah, Good. great. All right, so what do you think about that art, Danny? Okay, so this art we've got surrounding the clock, which says that it's, what, 821 oh, and a couple yeah. of seconds thereabouts. Yeah. Uh, okay, and it's surrounded by these eight boat pictures, which all look fairly similar but they're all in they're facing different directions assuming yeah. it's the same boat every time all facing different directions and the sun is in a different position each time would you say that the more yellow suns I would are say, sun rising and the I would more say orange yes. suns are sunset? I would sun say yellow is the sunrise orange is the sunset so we see that the bottom middle picture would probably be probably be the earliest because it has the sun coming out of the sea, and it's yellow. It's sunrise. That one or the one middle left? Middle left is later. I think that's more sun. A slightly more sun? I think that is more sun. Um, yeah, could, but could you're be. right. They are both sort of just but like, it looks like a sun that's coming out of the... chronological, perhaps, about this. Yeah. Then it goes up a bit more in the top middle. Yeah. And, oh, this is interesting. Because it's never very high. It's like then there's a huge jump, and we get to the middle right... Where it's orange and maybe setting. I mean, it's a that's it's only the, the tiniest no. hint orange. You're right. So, so maybe that's I actually. That's so maybe it's bottom middle, yellow. left middle, right middle, then top middle. Mm -hmm. 
Then it is bottom right. Bottom right. Top right. Yeah. Top left. Bottom left. In terms of now, the now we're tracking the sun going into cool. the ocean. Cool. Now, what I've just written down, assuming that that's right, but who knows, maybe we'll have to take another look at that later. Um, the boat is facing different directions in every picture. Sure. So I just facing... drew some little arrows to represent that. So it's that. facing away from us, mm -hmm. then Which it's facing up. left, then it's facing right, then it's facing forward. Yep. So, so maybe down, down on, a, on a combination lock, or on, a, on, a, on a directional lock. If we had one. Then it is facing... Down again. Down. Then it's facing left then away, and then right. Yeah, potentially. So we may have an order of directions to put into a directional lock. It, should we have one? Then yeah, maybe. Of up, left, then. right, down, down, left, up, oh, right. Make a note of that time as well. And then the time is apparently the current time, and it's a clock. Is it removable from that position? It looks very removable. Oh, yeah, it does a little. Yeah, so if you notice, it is hanging up by a pin. Yeah, can we take it off and have a look at the back of it? Or what's, or what's hidden underneath it? Yep. So when you lift the clock away, the center reveals a safe built-in local wall. Secure it oh. shut with the directional lock. Oh. Well, not so long. Not after we go up, left, right, down, down, <laughs> left, up, right. Okay, wait. What did you do again? <laughs> uh, up, Ooh. left, right, down, down, left, up, right. That doesn't quite work. Oh, no. Yes, okay. it does. Okay, so we've got to... Right idea, but there yeah, is a slight just... clue that you need to look at. Yeah. Okay, what have we missed? There's also colors. Let me give you a clue. You are trying to put them in uh, chronological order. Mm. I don't think that's necessary. The main obvious thing about this is what? Well, they're the facings and the colors around... They have colored frames as well. Oh, wow, they really do. Surely. So there's a ship. The, the ship has a facing. Directions. And they've got the sun. Oh, is it to do with, like, yeah, based on where the boat is facing horizon-wise? What do you mean? Like, they're all facing different directions compared to the horizon. Oh. Maybe. Oh, so it's just that there are sunrises and sunsets. So, like, we know that, for example, in the top left one, That's we know that the boat is facing. No, well, I think it's facing south. I think the idea is if we picture that's a sunset, yeah. so the west is here, east is here, it would be north if it was facing towards us and south facing away from us. Whereas, for example, but... this one that's facing a rising sun is facing east. This one that's facing a setting sun is facing west. This one that is facing towards us while there's a rising sun here is facing north. Do you get what I mean? I I get what you mean. Like, I don't think it's that it's facing the horizon where the sun is setting. I'm saying the sun setting here means that is west. This is east. Towards us is north. Away from us is south. Well, maybe. Uh, brilliant. I, I'm happy to try that. In that case, <laughs> what, do we way. just do the order from the just going across in rows? Maybe. So the in that case, we could put in... Um, okay, so hold on. Work with me here. So, so you think that first one is south? I uh, I think it is facing south in the first one. You have the right idea now, but you're not doing them in the right order. Remember, you did say something oh, about no. this color. Do you notice <sighs> any other colors in this contained picture? Well, the clock has red on the second hand, red at 12, 
a green border and then brown on the outside of that border. That's true. But how, I have no clue how that could give us an order for the colors. Hmm. Do you see any difference on the clock? Oh no. my god, yes. Do you? Oh, our computer screen, you got to get in right up close to see that. Oh, can you okay, yeah. Can you that's zoom in? That's literally impossible from where I am. <laughs> I don't know. That's... Oh. oh, nope, there we go. Okay, okay we got to zoom, zoom in, in on the clock. Oh, wow. I can see that red is okay, 12, 12 is red. Brown is 3, green is 6 and purple is 9. Yep. Okay. Oh, all right. But that's what only we... four colors. Maybe we only need four. And we've got like green, red. Wait, are they just? Yeah. Are they the same purple? But there's two. Okay, okay. <laughs> Maybe I just did this wrong. But no, no. It was supposed to give you the idea that since it's a clock, what direction is it going? Clockwise. Oh, it's just going clockwise. That's fair. Starting with the twelve. Yes. <laughs> One. Yep, that's fair. That makes sense. I did just notice then that the colors like perfect. They match. They match the ones around too. Okay. So yep, that works. So we're just going clockwise, but we start. Do we start from twelve or start from one? Start from twelve. Okay. Right. Twelve's the final what? number of the clock. But okay, sure, we'll start. What? Uh, so twelve. Twelve's the. If it's twelve a.m., what day is it? Is it yesterday or is it today? That's <laughs> the age-old question. <laughs> if it's twelve p.m., is it afternoon or is it just noon? <laughs> um, okay. So now, hang on. Oh, where did we start? Which of these was? I mean, no, I've got to No, do it. it'll be completely different. Yep, that's okay. All right, try it again. So, so we're going. You think that one is north? N- yes, we're going north. East. East. West. west north. South. West. East. South. All right, when you do so that, it does yes. open. Hey! All right. Okay. So inside mm-hmm. the safe lies an elaborate jewel-encrusted mask and... Constance will have something to say about it. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, if I find a jewel-encrusted mask, I'm probably going to ask her about it. I put it on. Like, what? I put it on and I and I walk back to Constance and I say, Ooga booga booga. Look at me, I have a mask. And when you do that, this is the appropriate thing that she will say. <gasps> no way. It's Night of the Underwing! Night of the Underwing? Unbelievable! They said that thing's been missing for about as long as I've been alive! Exactly! It was stolen from the Museum of Unusual Arts in Detroit by the infamous heistmaster Rodrigo Murcio back in 1995. Looks like he must have sold it to Bevy on the black market. Just wait until we get it back to Will-O-Wisp headquarters. I know, right? I can't even believe I'm actually holding it. It's heavy, too. Seven different types of fine Australian opal were used in the making of this mask back in 1890. That was two years after the pink underwing moth was discovered there by Herbert Druce. Uh, Constance? It's a caterpillar. The designs on its top side make it look like a big scary skull monster head is staring right Constance. at you. Creepy, right? Constance! What a shame. The poor guys are in danger now. Constance! We're in danger too, you know. Oh, right. It's just... I never knew this mission would be so fruitful. No idea we were going to catch so many birds with one net. Before you make such a bold statement, I suggest we actually get ourselves out of the net first. Don't you agree? (laughs) Makes sense. Sorry. I got carried away by the awesomeness. How are you doing over there, bud? 
I got a good sock in the nose during the fight, so my sense of smell is not at its best. Ouch. Still, there is an undeniable hint of some strong substance lingering in this room. A chemical, perhaps? Ugh. Or possibly some sort of gas? Let's just pray it's not poison. We have got to get him out of there, fast. He's already crazy enough on his own. We don't need him inhaling anything. <laughs> <laughs> ah, he's in a dentist chair. <laughs> All right. So okay, so yeah, he's surrounded by bombs and possible poison gas. This guy's a train wreck. Yeah. So he's getting he's getting poison gas. Meanwhile, uh, this mask is the knight of the underwing, either with a K or not. I'm not sure. I wrote it just as knight, but maybe it's the knight of the underwing. Yep, that's right. But that okay. is the least of your um concerned because you see that's just something that they've been hunting down for a long time. Mm. Meanwhile, while she's geeking out over that, you peek into the safe and see there is another thing inside. Oh, nice. Cool. So this is also I, in the same safe. Behind. I was sure to write down that there were seven different opal kinds. There are seven opal. Mm. Uh, Tales is... with a twist, edition five. Fairy tale and classic story adaptations by good old Lexi Khan. Okay. Their pseudonym. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so can we, is this a book that we can read or just a cover that's interesting? So when you look in it, it doesn't really look like anything interesting. It's just regular fairy tales with a twist. Okay, cool. So perhaps we'll know what we're looking for later or perhaps there's something. Yeah, I will say that cover. the original description of that combo lock from a while ago was a twist combo lock. <laughs> so maybe it relates to that. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, not sure what to do with this now. Yeah, you don't really come across, cool. like, something immediate. Other than the fact yeah, that it's a book. We still have a buttload of stuff to look at. Let's keep looking. Go, okay. What do we think? All right, uh, I would like to go uh, rustle the bed. All right. Standing to look the bed over, you're able to admire its beauty at a better angle. An elaborate depiction of a sunrise over the water is etched into the headboard, and each foot at the corner of the frame sprouts out into a tall golden post topped with a shiny, round, sun-shaped knob. The bed itself is super comfortable. You know this by experience. The pillows are so soft and the covers are so fluffy that if you didn't feel trapped and scared for your life, you probably would have curled up and fallen back to sleep. But there's no time to do that. Who knows how long you have before something terrible happens. Yeah. Yeah, we don't really know what's going to happen to us at this stage outside of... There's potentially poison gas somewhere nearby, mm. potentially a bomb somewhere nearby. We don't even know if he is nearby. No, he might be but... in Honolulu. Okay, so the headboard has the sun rising over water. The posts of the bed all have little knobs that are suns. Mm. Um, but other than that, there's nothing hugely like under the covers or in the pillowcase. When or... you search under the covers, you do find something. It's another book. Oh, Oh, now this is volume four compared to the volume five that was Tales yeah. of the Twist. Okay. The One Way Ticket, volume four. Okay. It's also by Lexicon. And yes, this book is called The One Way Ticket. So that has a one in it. Tales of the Twist doesn't have a number in the title. Um, okay, I'm going to write it down anyway. Uh, one Way Ticket, space. Yeah, I'm going to make a little list of numbers. And at number four, I'm going to say The One Way Ticket. Cool, cool, cool. And at number five, I'm going to say Tales of the Twist. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my question was going to be the suns on top of the posts. Do they feel 
twistable. Ooh, okay. So you do examine them, and one of them is a little bit twisty. So you stand up on the bed to take hold of the little sun. It immediately pops right off. When you peer into the pole, there appears to be a small red and white fishing bobber with little silver hooks attached to it, resting at the very bottom. Unfortunately, the pole is far too tall and too narrow for either of you to reach your arms down into it. Fair enough. That's interesting. So maybe like a magnet on a string. Something along those lines. Okay. Well, what I would suggest, Danny, is if I jump on the bed, mm-hmm. you jump on the bed, uh-huh. and you put that, that sun knob, mm-hmm. that bed knob that you yeah. pulled off, if you can twist that back on, we give it like three mm-hmm. twists to the, to the left or whatever, and then tap it, and then say Portobello Road, and then the bed will fly out of the boat and will travel to Portobello <laughs> Road. And uh, I can sing you a whole song about uh, things that you can find uh-huh. on Portobello Road. Yeah, it sounds about right. Yep. And then we'll fight some Nazis. It had a passcode, didn't it? That you had to um, some magic words that you had to do. I don't to know make if it did work. have any magic words. Was that words? just the first time? <laughs> um, or was that just everything else? Who knows? All right. So back to the actual game. Okay, we got some stuff from the bed. The capacity to get a fishing bobber. I will say, if you do jump on the bed, Bill. <laughs> oh yep. And you see something under the bed. I was about to look under the bed. Yes. All right. There's one more thing to find out about the bed. And this is what you see. This monstrous book is under the bed. Oh. Oh, another book. Uh, so this, does it have a, does it have a number? Oh, not quite. So I think I'm in love with a vampire. Blackout Curtain Call by Lexicon. What does that in the top corner say? It says... A satisfying ending to a captivating trilogy. So it's mm. number three. Five stars. Fun. Teen, read it today. Okay, so that's number three. Okay, so we found another book. That's fine. Um, shall we move on to another part of the room? Yep, let's, let's make sure that we've seen everything at this stage. Okay. Was there anything else in the closet besides a human? All right. Upon a further inspection of the closet, besides a few clothes hanging up, you see a book and a toolbox sitting on the floor. Ooh. Now, the toolbox is locked with a small lock that has a keyhole no bigger than the one that is on Constance's handcuffs. But this is the book we find. All right. So this book says, Rebellion 2, The Wild West Calls by Lexi Con. I see a big two, so maybe it's the second book. I'm impressed with Lexicon's genre diversity. Yeah. Just an aside, I literally have thousands of stories in my head, and I can never write full novels, and these are all true short stories that you can find <laughs> by me. Ah, nice. But I never wrote them completely. <laughs> I'm just reordering them, so they now say two, three, four, five. Mm. All right. I don't know what to do with these books yet. Well, have you seen we'll, any pattern Maybe yet? when we find one, we'll fight. It'll help. All right. So we've got the toolbox, which will presumably let us get a screwdriver to get the other key. Mm-hmm. But this needs a key, um, and the book we found. Um, and that's everything in the closet? Did you just only look on the floor in the closet? <laughs> I mean, look at the insides of the doors, the outsides of the doors, anything up? And the inside of the I... door of the closet does oh. have something. Stupid insides of doors. Insides of doors, you always got to check them. Oh, okay, this is different. All right, so we have a, uh, a piece of paper stuck to the door that says Endangered Wildlife. And the endangered wildlife are as follows. A bluefin tuna, 
the purple cat's paw mussel, green sea turtle, yellow wavy rayed lamp mussel, orange coral reef, pink krill, red herring, grey vaquita, brown stellar sea lion, and fuchsia pig-nosed frog. Uh, so again, we see colours, ten colours. And also there's a little note on the side from Ned Bevy. Slim Norman Biggs, one of you three better remember to water the boy's dentel tree. Boy dentel. Uh, uh, dentel? You know what? Ned Bevy can't speak French. Boy dentel. Uh, the boy's dental trees. People will pay top dollar to get those free live specimens back. They ain't worth a penny dead, and neither are you. Okay, so Ned's been stealing some trees, and he needs them watered because mm. he's going to sell them on the black tree market. And then we also know that there's a bunch of endangered animals. Which sound real. like They sound like real endangered things, except for red herring. Yeah, that sounds like a red herring. Okay, I don't know what to do with these animals yet, so I think we keep. I've made around. a list. I've ca- I've listed out those colors. Okay. Because you know, colors seem like they've been pretty important so far. Yes, they're probably the colors on the world map, right? Potentially. Blue, Were there that many? Blue tick. Next. Purple. Yes. Green. Yes. Yellow. Yes. Orange. Yes. Pink. Yes. Potentially skip red. Yep. Gray. Red's the herring. Yep. Brown. Yep. And fuchsia. What is fuchsia? So fuchsia is, I, I consider it, like, again, on the purpley spectrum. Well, I see purple. I see pink. Sure. What's that one? That's fuchsia. <laughs> is that yeah. a lonely fuchsia? Uh, yeah, I think so. Oh, no. Okay, so those relate to the colours on the map. It feel, feels like it. They're, the same, they're just the same colours, but I still don't know what to do with them yet. So that's fine. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll find another thing. All right. Let's keep looking around, shall we? Okay. Yeah, let's get everything looked at. The bookshelf? Okay. Bookshelf scare me. They usually have books on them. True. There are several books on the shelf, (laughs) many more than you had originally expected. It would take entirely too much time to go through each and every book. You're locked in the lowest deck of a yacht in the middle of nowhere. Who knows how long you have left? But if you look closer, there are six empty slots on the shelf. Everything else is packed in, totally crammed. Six. Six empty slots. Six. Well, we know what four of those Potentially. books Potentially. We found four books yep. to fit into the empty slots. Okay. So maybe when we put in all the books, the door will open maybe. and we'll get out. Do we happen to, like, if, giving the books that are there a scan, do we see any book one or book sixes that look out of place where they are presently? All the books on the shelf, none of them seem like they're part of the series, and you can't find any of the other series matching any of the books that you found. Okay. Hey, uh, spy, spy friend, just to, just to clarify, that toolbox, is that yours or is it just a coincidence? Like, I don't know, that it was in there with you? Nope, that, that was already in there. I didn't even notice it. It was dark gotcha. and I blindfolded at first. I did not bring that in. We just need to unlock it because mm. it's locked. Okay. So, um. We haven't looked at the windows of the fish. No, yeah, we've just got the whole east wall to go. So let's have a look at the windows outside. Like the east wall window. So the line of three portholes at the top, all three portholes in the east wall, though only about as wide as your head, deliver magnificent views of the rising sun, along with miles and miles of crystal clear water as far as your eyes can see. You really must be in the middle of nowhere. There isn't a speck of land in sight. All right. Well, then I guess we have to cast our eyes down and stare at some fish. As you inch closer to the window in the floor, you see lots of fish swimming around below. The waters here are crystal clear, not polluted like the ones off that remote island. 
And Ugh. you have an image. Okay. All right, so these are red herrings. <laughs> so maybe we just leave this image alone. I don't know. There are ten of them. They're, they're, red, they're red fish swimming around. They're all different sizes. But they're also literally red herring, <laughs> so I don't think we need to deal with them. But I like them. Yeah, but what are we going to do with them? Fine. And if we do see anything to do with it, it's probably a trick. Because if we don't see anything to do with them, then I think we've looked at everything and I don't know what to do with that. That's true, but we can figure it out. Okay, okay. Is there a way from where we are with these fish? Is there like an opening in the floor that we could drop some kind of fishing fish device in? Mm, you don't really see one, and you don't really want to risk making one and trying to break the glass. For one, it seems thick, but also, Tungsten starts getting scared, and she tells you how scared she is of drowning, and you guys are locked in this bedroom. Based on this picture, it looks like the water's only a couple of feet deep. So. <laughs> you can ignore that part, <laughs> but <laughs> the main important thing here is that you see lots of red fish swimming around in crystal clear water. They don't look so endangered right now. So, uh, what the heck are we doing? Okay, so we got books. We need two books. We know that there's fishing bobbers, but we cannot reach them. Yes. There are a couple of locked things. So we've got handcuffs and a toolbox, both which need small keys. Yep. We've got this desk, which needs a seven-something combination. Yes. Can I try Ned Bevy? Unfortunately, that does not work. Ah, what kind of a man has a seven-letter name? <laughs> doesn't even use it for his own seven-digit lock. We've got the key in the bathroom that needs a screwdriver to get to which presumably is in the toolbox. Yeah. We've got the six missing books on the bookshelf, which we mm -hmm. presumably have four of. Mm -hmm. So we need two more books. We've got the mask with seven opals that was stolen mm -hmm. in 1995. We need to find someone who's going to die in some kind yep. of poison bomb explosion. I will tell you that um, you guys are avoiding something that usually supposed to be avoided, but in this case, you might not no. want to avoid it. Oh, what are we dismissing? What have we discovered and not looked at? I, I... The fish! <laughs> it's the fish, Billy! It's not the fish. Is it the fish? Yeah. Where, where else did you see red herrings? You saw them in the floor, and did you see that? The endangered species list. Yeah. Yep. The endangered wildlife has colors, the names of the animals. Can you go back to the map for a sec? Yeah. I was just seeing if the number of red dots match the number of red oh, fish. Oh, it does it? There's uh, one, I'm counting two, 11. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, cool. So the numbers of the fish and the numbers of the red marks on the map don't match. Now look at those fish again. Is it going to be more about like its number on the list? Or are we trying to find where we are? Huh? Like these are the locations of endangered animals, right? Oh, okay. We also know that we're not in any of the red spaces oh. that are polluted because the air, water isn't polluted. Oh, so there's only know... one red space that's out in the middle exactly. of the sea Exactly, so the one space where there oh are red God. herrings and no pollution uh, is just off the coast of... What island is that? The Philippines? Micronesia? Is that, off the, is that the Philippines? Oh, the Philippines, yeah. It looks like we're just east of the Philippines. So we know where we are. That's interesting. I don't know what to do with that information, but it's got latitudes and longitudes. True. So we know we're at 120 degrees by, I don't know, About 15. 15. 15 north. Oh, no, hold on. 15 north, 120 east. east. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven things. That's seven things? That's seven things. Oh, what? cool. One, can we five try? 15N120E. Can we try our combo lock? Yeah, 15N120E. 
1208. Good thinking. When you do that, it nice. does open the drawer. Ah! Brilliant. All right. Taking things off. Inside the drawer, it's kind of disappointing because just another <laughs> no. book. That's not disappointing. That's okay. What's I'll take it. I told you not to ignore the herrings. Uh, hey, Danny, how smug do you want to be? <laughs> huh? Shall I close off this herring picture and then get rid of the maps as well? Whoa. That's, that's, I mean, get rid of the clean map. I'm okay with that. I'm getting rid of the dirty map. No, get rid of the dirty map. If we need it, we can reopen it later. No. Yeah. I'm getting rid of these boats. <laughs> keep the books. And we got a new, I'm mean, getting rid of the endangered wildlife. Oh. No, I'll keep that. Uh, and let's have a look at these. What's uh, our this next new book? book? Whoa, what did that say? Oh, no. When the questing fourth. No, but it's chapter six. Oh, good. I saw <laughs> questing fourth and I went, what? Questing fourth from Win, uh, Winsome, Winsome Horde. Is that a D? Fancy fonts. Winsome Horde. The Adventures of Magnar and the Sindri. Chapter six. So we're just missing one book. Okay. Things are looking good. Are they? Because that got us a book. But yeah. It didn't give us anything We else. just need one more. Okay. So the desk is like done. I don't think there's anything else on the desk that we need to worry about. We could, we, we still haven't tried to dissolve this <laughs> that paper. Was a, that was a... Can we grab all of the paper that was on the desk and throw it in well, the no, shower? Not this one, not this one. Not the special one that we've put aside that's evidence. First, and put them in the shower. Well, you pick up the coffee cup too, what? and then when the you put it all in the shower, it just, just creates a wet mess in the coffee cup, just floating in the water, getting filled up with water. Okay, why why, we we, why do we need this coffee oh, cup? Oh my, because it's a fishing bob floater. Oh, you uh, think we fill the tube with water like a raven? We don't need to grab it. Because it's a bobber. Yeah. Even though I wrote bobber in my head, I was thinking sinker. So, <laughs> in my head, I was like, well, that'll sink. That's the whole point. All right, can we, like a smart, smart raven, can we take this bottle, this this uh, this mug, and start filling in the the tube of the bed? That is cluing. It takes a couple of trips. But you eventually bring the little bobber up to the top, and you can quite easily retrieve it and the hooks attached to it. And then when nice. Constance sees the hooks, she's like, ooh, you know what? I can pick locks with those. Yes, that's what I was hoping. Well, too bad, Constance. We need this. It could be vital <laughs> evidence. So you can't use it. Yeah, sure. Pick some locks. Sure. Can you, can you pick your own handcuff locks? Is that something that's doable? It feels like a spy skill. Locks. It looks strange, but she manages to do it. And then she says we should hang on to these because we might need to pick something else. Yeah, like this toolbox. Get on it, Constance. All right. So then she does get to work on the toolbox. The top of this little red metal box pops open. Inside, you find several tools and a guide sheet that lets you know what each one is and how it works. Okay. So we've got three tools. The first... <laughs> is the wire cutter. It says, this may look like your typical wire cutter, but it is specially designed to snip Mubak wires. You familiar with Mubak wires? No. What's a Mubak wire, Danny? Tell me all about them. Uh, it's made out of elephant tail hair. I think you might be making this up. Okay, the next object is a hammer majig, which looks like a hammer, but it's on sort of a hinge. Drinking bird yeah. hinge. Uh, the writing is a little small it for says, me to read from here. If you think this is your ordinary, whoa, hammer, what planet do you live on? The special magnetic electronic tool does all the work for you. No more slamming your thumb when you're trying to nail something in again. Simply set the magnetic base onto your work surface. Place your project underneath the head. Press the button and stand back. May not look like it's doing anything, but it gives you about 10 seconds to make sure your hands are clear and everything's set properly. 
Once the time is up, the hammer will slam down firmly and stay down until you press the button again to release it. Interesting. All right. I don't know if we have anything yet that we need to smash with we a hammer like that. We are definitely going to want to smash something. And then a screwdriver. Excellent. You may think this is an average screwdriver. Well, actually, it is an average screwdriver. Now, this screwdriver is clearly <laughs> a Phillips head. Is the oh, that's screw a shame. I did not draw my screws as Phillips head. Yeah, how did you draw those screws, Danny? Did I drew you make them as straight lines. Oh, okay. Well, I guess we're stuck. I ruined everything. Can we go and use this screwdriver to unscrew the key that is in the glass jar in the bathroom? You can, and when you do... Um, there is something. Oh, okay, we Ooh. got a sound clue. All right, we got another audio clue. Hey, that key must go to the helicopter on the deck. Yeah, Mr. Bevy's rolling in so much dough, <laughs> this thing's got its own helipad right up there. Too bad nobody here knows how to fly it. <laughs> Apparently you've forgotten that I am well-versed in the profession of operating aircraft. If you three would be so kind as to find me, I could get us all out of here in no time. Oh, yeah. That's right. My partner knows how to do just about everything. Obligatory associate. <sighs> I recognize that model, too. It's an H6BYRD 5000. Mini four-seat class, three stealth copter, version two. It requires multiple keys in order to fully function. Oh. One to unhitch it from the helipad, another to unlock the door, and the last to start the engine. How many have you found? Only one at the moment, but we'll keep a lookout. Any progress on your little fold and cuff situation? <sighs> I've managed to remove the blindfold, but that has proved to be absolutely no help because <laughs> it is pitch black in here. No lights are turned on, and there isn't a single window or porthole to be seen. Yikes. What about your hands? Unfortunately, I fear these cuffs are linked to whatever is making that fun ticking sound. <laughs> I can't see it, and it's getting louder by the minute. Warning me not to move. Should be warning you to hurry up. Unless you don't mind me trying to defuse it myself anyway. There is a slight chance that we'll all end up blown to smithereens. But if that's a risk you're willing to take, I'm on board. No! Don't try anything. We're working on getting out of here. Try not to worry too much. <laughs> Who said anything about me being worried at all? Uh, you're at least a little worried, right? Please be a normal amount of worried. Because when you're not worried, I'm worried. Because you should at least be kind of worried. Be anxious for nothing. Well then, concerned. I'm sure everybody's already sending prayers up at this point. Just don't touch anything. He gets antsy real fast. You can never count on him standing still for very long. It's best we get moving. Quick. Cool. All right. I hope we didn't have to memorize that helicopter serial code. H6BYRD3000 <laughs> or something? I may have made that uh, version up. Version 2. And it's three keys for Okay. The well, that's not what you want to hear. Yeah, when you've we've got, got one. one key. I thought we are done. And yep. uh, we need two more. And so we're looking for two more keys in a book. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, no. I what will else? tell you, while, while you're in the bathroom, you unscrew that key... There's something that you didn't check in the bathroom. Ah. Mm, I think that's a lie. We checked the only three things that I drew, so. <laughs> What's in the bathroom? There's a shower, a sink, and a, and a toilet. Is there anything else in the bathroom? Well, over the sink is a mirror. Oh, there's a mirror, of course. That's fair. Uh, can we have a look? Is it a mirror like the front of a cabinet? Does it open up like a lot of bathroom mirrors do? Then let's have a look what's inside. Then it, it pulls back the mirror as expected, and there's a cabinet behind it. You don't see any medicine, though. All that sits upon the shelf is another book. Hey, fantastic. Nice. What book is this? I'm assuming it's book number one. 
The Infinite Imagination of Isabella Ives, Part 1. Yay. Uh, okay, so we now have six books in orders. One, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, and we also know... That there were six holes in the bookcase. Should we the take them over to the bookcase? Can we take these out and put the other... Are the holes in the bookcase placed so, so that you could basically think, like, from left to right, they are one, two, three, four, five, six? Can we place the books okay. into those holes in that order? So, imagination. Imagination. Rebellion. rebellion vampire. Vampire. One-way ticket. One-way ticket. Twisted Tales. Twisty tale. Winsome Horde. Winsome Horde. All right, and when you put the books in, each one makes a satisfying click sound. Nice. Until... And- the last book, when you press the last book into the shell. Kaboom! The ship... Ex- uh. <laughs> the shelf slides away to reveal a hidden lift. Oh. Oh, nice. Can we take said what? lift away? So the bookshelf slowly slides off to the left, revealing a compartment that looks a lot like an elevator or lift chamber. Inside are three starter trees in pots, all huddled together in the middle uh-huh. of the floor. These trees stand about as tall as you, and Constance will have something to say about it. Yeah, I'm sure. And also, do you still have that endangered species list? Or did yes. you? Oh, good. You didn't arrogantly the, close it. These are the Bois d'Antelle. Bois d'Antelle. Bois d'Antelle. La Bois d'Antelle. Uh, all right, let's have a look at this. What? I, I, One more listen. Here we go. <gasps> oh, my God. I can't believe it. Those are real live Boisdantel starter trees. They are nearly extinct out in the wild. Literally only two left. Highly protected. Scientists have been trying to start some sprouts in a nursery for the last few years, but I don't know how successful that project has been. I wonder how Bevy got his grubby little hands on these. It's a federal crime to take any endangered species without a permit. Will-O-Wisp always knew this guy was dodgy. Several shades of shade. Within a couple of hours, we've got him on theft, attempted murder, and violation of protected wildlife mandates. Not to mention implied plans of world domination. Hold your horses, Constance. That attempt technically hasn't been foiled. Yet, we haven't got him on anything if we haven't got out of here ourselves. All the proof we've found will be burnt to a crisp right along with us. And then I suppose our ghosts can charge him with the destruction of the evidence and four counts of actual murder? You're right. Let's try our best to make sure this charge is nothing worse than attempted. We found an elevator thingy in the wall. Shouldn't be too hard to make it work. Consider us on our way to you. Hey, shh, shh. What? I just noticed something strange. Hmm? I can't hear anything. Did the comm go out? Can you hear me now? No, not you. I can hear you. It's just... I can't hear the ocean, or anything. Seagulls, your voices, your footsteps. If it wasn't for this communicator, I would only hear this ticking bomb thing getting louder and louder. No outside sounds. Hmm. That is strange. Thanks for the info. Not sure how much it'll help us, though. (gasps) You know what else? What? This ticking sound is starting to get louder and sound more fun. I think it is singing a little song. Oh no, the cast must be getting to her. Or not. I can tell it's someone. He's the craziest person I know. Either way, let's get up and out of here before that bomb starts talking and asking him to try to defuse it or something. Alright! So these are the three trees. 
Yep. There are only two in the wild, but there are three here. Mm -hmm. Constance does say that we should take them with us, along with the mask. Yep, fair. Fair, I suppose, Constance. Um... We're in a we're in a lift now. Mm -hmm. Are there buttons? That, can we actually operate this lift from inside? So you look inside, and it looks kind of like a regular elevator, but you don't see any buttons or anything. There's only a very low lit lamp in the ceiling, and it doesn't really look like you could climb in the ceiling, or it's not one of those kinds. Mm -hmm. Um, and all the the rest of that is noticeable is that there's like a three by three pattern tile floor. Each of the tiles is about a square foot, and all of them are quite drab except for two. One on the far right and one on the far left in the middle row. Cool. All right. What's and what makes them undrab? They're just a little more colorful than the rest of their boring counterparts. And are the trees currently in here, sitting on some of these tiles? Sitting in the middle, so they're not sitting on those squares. Should we stand on those squares? Yeah, can we stand one each on those fancy squares? You go and stand on one, and then Brenda stands on the other one, and as you do this, the doors quickly close, and you get startled for a moment because, uh-oh, it just closed you in there, but on <laughs> the back of the door, you see a note. All right. Ooh, this is a fancy-looking note. So, would you like to read it? Sure. Okay, read the note. So, I'll read the note on yeah, the note. We've got the big placardy looking one. Capacity, two persons. Oh, is Constance in here with us? Kill her. Sorry. Kick her out. Okay. Well, uh, sorry for that too. <laughs> to operate, step into chamber. When passengers apply weight to respective floor tiles, doors will close. That's done. Once button lights, hold firmly to travel in direction indicated by arrow. Release button to open doors. Lift will not activate if weight limit is exceeded or tiles are not impressed. Oh, no, we've got to put on a show for these tiles. <laughs> uh, and it says, Sorry, boss. The moron you hired to install the elevator somehow managed to put the buttons on the outside. Ah. What an idiot. Until it gets fixed, we got to use the workaround. That's the workaround. <sighs> okay. Oh, well, I don't know what the workaround is. Constance says, Guys, I see now lighting up on the outside is a green arrow pointing up. I'm glad that we can communicate. I was worried we'd have to like do some sort of knocking code. Well, we got the we could have used the um the hammer majig as well, which would hold down pressed on a button and for a certain amount of time. <laughs> um but we don't need to cuz Constance is our own hammer majig. And I say, "Constance, can you press this button for a while?" She says, "All right." But then she does it, but you guys don't seem to move. Hmm. Oh, that's odd. Why not? We're in, uh, two people. Hold on. Okay, stand. Get off of the squares. And then you get off the squares and the doors open back up. And she says, I think these trees are about the same weight as a human. All right. Makes well, sense. Can we take the trees out? So you yeah, take all careful. three of the trees out and she presses the button and you guys go up to the top. You're at the base of a stairwell. So you open up okay. and it's a secret door and it just looks like it's a stairwell. So you see on the outside of this elevator, it's the same, only the green button is face downwards. If we step out so the so the lift is now empty, can we send it downwards? You try, it doesn't work, because the doors don't close okay. unless the tiles are pressed. Okay, cool. Now, all three trees together make up the weight of a person. No, each individual tree is the weight of a person. <laughs> okay. Problem is, I want this to t turn into a bit of a fox and goose and grain mm. whatever puzzle. Except 
it's only two things. So there's no way to travel up Unless... enough people to send it back down and leave something at the top. Unless, I don't know, should we explore this area that we've got up Let's here? Let's have a look around here. Let's check out the stairwell. Very plain. There's nothing you can really use. And, and can we t- go up the stairs? Yeah, does it look like these stairs go somewhere interesting? So you run up the steps as fast as you can. At last, you appear to have emerged onto the sun deck. You take a deep breath and relish in the warm sunshine for a moment before realizing that you're not quite free yet. Constance is still down there, and you can't <laughs> forget about those other trees. All those other keys. What's the best way to do this going to be? Outside of assuming that Constance can hover or something. It also says you can't activate if the weight limit is exceeded mm-hmm. or tiles are not impressed. Does that mean, could one person go in, stand on both tiles and have the thing go up? So it doesn't need to be exactly two people, it just can't be more than two people, right? So, so Bill can go inside and oh. stand with his legs apart, and press both of the tiles, and you see that the doors do close. Nice. Great. So what we can do is we, we can go one tree on one thing and a person on the other, mm-hmm. go up, take the tree out, send the person back by themselves. Mm-hmm. And just do that multiple times. So we can do that right now. All three trees are now up. I can't see, Right? That seems fine, right? Yep. Great. So we've got the three trees up at the top. And then last trip, you go back down and grab Constance. Well, the problem is your button only goes... We need someone to press oh, the up button. Needs, well, that, we're going to use the hammer. Well, I just want to check on how we can... Re- so the hammer magic Ten says, seconds. Ten seconds. The hammer will slam down firmly, but it stays down until we press the button again to release it. That's okay, isn't it? But, it, oh, but we can't the... open the door without releasing the button. So how do we press the button <laughs> from the bottom to open the door? Well, this just means that once you go up, you can't go back down into this bedroom. Okay, but so yeah, okay, so that's that fine. Door. And it won't keep hitting. It will just slam down and stay down. All right, in that case, that should be fine. If the doors will open in when the button's still pressed, that's great. We'll, we'll, so on the final trip up, whoever's just dropped a tree off, mm-hmm. jumps into the, uh, puts the, the hammer lawyer. so it's going to hit the button, presses okay. the button, gets Good 10 seconds to jump in. Get in, Constance. Stand on the, on the weights. The doors will close. The hammer will hit the button. The elevator goes up and we jump off and we're all out. We don't have the helicopter keys, and we can never go down again. But we've got but some we've got very hefty plants, plants. And I think we, I think there are no keys down there, so I think we're okay. Okay. I hope that's it. And we brought the mask and the toolbox. And you feel, feel confident that you didn't miss any keys. Yeah, yep. wonderful. We, we brought the mask. Someone's wearing it. And I'm wearing the mask. We've, I, I'll, I'll be clutching the toolbox. You've got the toolbox. Constance is carrying all three trees. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Alright, so now you are on the sun deck. Emerging from the stairwell, you find yourselves upon the sun deck. It feels good to step out into the fresh air after being in that claustrophobic bedroom for so long. The sun has now risen quite a bit and is reflecting off the crystal clear waters beautifully. Under different circumstances, you would have gazed over the balcony for a few minutes. But there's no time to do that. You have to get off of this yacht. Though jumping into the water and swimming away seems like the obvious idea, there's absolutely no land in sight, and you would probably end up drowning. Instead, <clears throat> you take a look around the deck. Around the corner from the stairwell you're at, so say to your left and then back a little bit, is a large, strange-looking metal door. In front of you, 
To the north sits the H-6 Whatchamacallit helicopter, or whatever someone calls Ooh. the thing. To your right, tangled cords seem to be hanging from the east railing, and to your left, leaning against the west railing, is a pile of rubber life rafts. Well, that sounds good. Okay, great. Well, the helicopter, we know that's useless to us. Yeah, we need two more keys for the helicopter. We'll look at it last. (laughs) I think the door is going to have someone behind it. Oh. Specifically someone. Yep, fair. So I think we go to that metal door. Okay. The closer you walk up to it, the stranger it begins to look. The entire thing is covered in all kinds of controls. A large toggle that can switch on and off, a big button that can click in and out, a huge lever that can flip up and down, a giant dial that can turn left and right. Kind of reminds you of a door to a safe, only much more confusing. You aren't even sure where the lock is, let alone the handle to pull it open. So what were the things that it had on it? It had a... So it had a large toggle that could switch on and off, had a big button that could click in and out, a huge lever that can flip up and down, a giant dial that could turn left and right. Okay, so we've got... Switch it, bop it, flip it, <laughs> twist it. Okay, good. We Can I knock on it? So you knock on it. It's bum, pretty bum, hard. Bum. <laughs> Doesn't really do anything. Nobody answers. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. And if we start playing with it, does anything, like if I toggle the cool. toggle and you press the button and flip the lever? It seems like this is helping at all, and Constance kind of, right. like, kind of nudges you like, you know, we don't have much time. We need to know for sure so we can hurry up. Yeah, don't don't lock us out of anything. I reset everything back to how it was. Okay. What would you like to look at now? Ropes. Ropes. We Tangled go to the, ropes. Co- the, ca- the coil, the cables, the coiled cables. All right. So you see a lot of tangled ropes and cables on the railing. And tangled into the ropes and cords is an MP3 player dangling from a pair of earbuds. Ever so oh. carefully, you manage to grab it without letting it slip into the water. Taking a look, there are only five files on the device, all la- located in a folder labeled Heavy Metal. Upon listening, however, nice. these recordings aren't even songs. They seem to be snippets from a radio station's coverage of Ned Bevy. So I'm going to put in your uh, chat a link to the full MP3 player, and you can hear all five of the files. Oh, wow. Right. We have all five files. Now, okay. First one is just going to be them saying, bop it. Yep, yep. Twist it. Alright, first, first one's the longest. Alright, first one's the longest. Let's listen. Welcome back to Cryptocurrency, hidden zoological news, and now OC with our final story. Thank you, Sasquatch. Everyone thinks that too many animals and plants exist. They're all over the place, right? It may seem like a lot, but the truth is, there are very few left. Due to human action, Wildlife populations are dwindling, and at a pretty staggering rate. But all hope is not lost. Together, we can take care of the Earth and make it an awesome place once again. I'm OC Wildlife. Save wildlife, God bless, and we'll see you next time on The Wild Side. All right, so the first one is, uh, hey, you might think there are too many animals, but there aren't enough animals. Do you reckon we need to pay attention to these codes on the... Nope. <laughs> Next one. They're very long. 
WWJD 316, a news radio station sharing information and Christ with the nations. If you tuned in last night, we left you with a nice cliffhanger. I know you've all been waiting, so let's get right to the main story of the hour, Ned Bevy. The billionaire left his huge mansion set a- Ooh, that went funny. That was interesting, because that was just like an introduction to like, hey, we're going to introduce you to Ned Bevy. Billionaire left his mansion, and then it sort of cut off. Yeah. It staticked out. It staticked out a little bit. Huh. All right, let's listen to the third one. Many people believe that Mr. Bevy is conducting a lot of underhanded deals. Others think he is purposely doing things that cause damage to the earth. Let's find out what our listeners think. Okay, I agree with most of the people that be calling in. Bevy is a crook. He has done a lot of crazy stuff, but we all need to pray for him and try to be a good example for him. Amen. Matthew 6.14 says, For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Amen. All right, they're forgiving Ned Bevy in the third one. He's bought out the Christians. (laughs) He's paid for their forgiveness. What is this? Ten hundreds. The 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 the, uh, the, the church Pre-Martin in Germany Luther? before the mm. ninety nine theses. Yeah. All right. Time for another episode of Street Talk. Ned Bevy. Every time I see his name on something, I get cheesed off. I saw a plastic bottle of water lying on the grass. I picked it off. My friends say this man is pitiful, on point. I can't think of another word off the top of my head that describes him more perfectly. All right. He's pitiful and unkind. Hmm. That's it. There are no more words. Okay. Last one. We return with another snippet from Street Talk to hear from a little girl we found walking her dog around town. I see Bevy's plastic bags flying up and down the street all the time. It's really sad. And a little girl sees his plastic bags flying up and down the street all the time. But that's Mm -hmm. it. None of that feels like it solved a puzzle for me. Yeah, I wonder. How many were there, sorry? There were five of them. Okay, and how many things do we need to do on the door? Uh, There are four things Ah, on the door. Cool. All right, well, should we look at the raft and the the helicopter just to make sure we've done everything? Running to the life rafts, your spirits instantly deflate when you find out that they are indeed deflated as well. Of course, (laughs) these must have been the gunshot victims Constance heard last night. (laughs) Fortunately, a person wasn't done in. Unfortunately, you may as well consider yourself done in if you don't find another way off this yacht. Oh, man. Is there, right. We rummage through them a little bit. Anything interesting about them? All right. So underneath all the deflated rubber life rafts is an electronic interactive map of the yacht and a purple oh. key with a helicopter on it. And Constance oh, hey. will have something to say about it. Hey, pal. You've been awfully quiet as of late. Everything okay over there? I'm all good. Just jamming out to this rockin' tickin' song. Though it is beginning to bore me just a tad. If only it were accompanied by an automaton, and maybe an accordion. Oh! And a tuba! 
Then I could listen to it all day long. Bad news we didn't find any of those instruments? Good news. We finally made it out of that bedroom. We're on the sun deck with a helicopter in sight. Oh, speaking of helicopters, whilst listening to the ticking song, I danced my fingers around on the metal floor, and I'm pretty sure I've found the orange helicopter key. I can't see it, but it definitely feels orange. <laughs> feels orange, huh? Well, we already had the green, and we've since found the purple. So it looks like we have all three. Brilliant. Now, all you have to do is come find me. Which should be super easy, by the way, because we've also just found a map that shows all the rooms in the entire yacht. Isn't that great? Very convenient. Only downside is, there are a lot of rooms. Way too many for us to check them all. So we're going to have to ask you a few questions to narrow down which one you're in. Think you can help us out? Of course. Great. Ooh. Wait. What was that sound? What sound? That sound. The ticking sound? No, that other sound. What other sound? There's no other sound. Remember, I can't hear anything outside. I know what I heard. Was that what I think it was? Maybe. That sound. You forgot to charge your communicator, didn't you? No. Not no. Don't even pretend like you charged it because I know you didn't. Oh, not... no! Ugh. I never said that I did charge it. I was only clarifying the reason I did not. It wasn't because it slipped my mind to do so. Rather, I simply didn't feel the need. Sounds accurate. Typical someone. Great move, Hotshot. You don't feel the need to keep the line of communication open with your own partner? Obligatory associate. Optional confidant. Mm, maybe next time you'll think twice about how quickly optional can become essential. Okay, someone. Before your communicator straight up drops out, could you describe your surroundings for us, please? Well, there isn't much to describe. I mean, it is a bit warm and <laughs> stuffy in here. Mm -hmm. And I... Someone? Someone! Hello? Hello, are you there? Gah! We lost him. How on earth are we going to find the right room in time now? Constance, I know that that was his fault for not charging, but it was also your fault for taking so much time to admonish him instead of thinking, oh, I'm on a time limit. I better ask him quickly. He's like, no, I better really take my time. Make him feel bad about the fact that we don't have any time, but then run out of time. That's as much your fault as it is his, Constance. All right, so we should definitely look at this interactive map. I should also say that MP3 player, it was called Heavy Metal, much like the big Heavy Metal door. Yeah, yeah, that's, so, yeah. there's definitely a connection, but I just don't understand how... The, how no, no, like, we'll need to pay attention to what we're hearing a button. again. Yeah. How does... I believe I that Ned we may have to We may have to listen to the words a, a bit more guy, specifically. But I think but... we should pray for him. Yes, mm. of course. How does that mean toggle a toggle? We'll have to find out. Yeah. All right. But in other, uh, for now, shall we check out this map? Let's check out the map. All righty. Now, if you're not familiar with uh, World Anvil, so at the top, you will see like a sandwich button with different um, layers. So right now, it's just showing the outside of the boat. And then to see the different layers, the sun deck is where you are now, which is the top of the boat. The main deck, if you check that box, you will see like the middle floor of the boat. And if you check the lower deck, you will see the very bottom of the boat. And if you oh, will nice. recognize that the 
side room to the far right of the boat was where you were at. That's fancy. So there's we can there's a cockpit behind us. Mm-hmm. There's the stairwell, lounge area, and bar that look like we could get there if we went around and to the right. Can we do that? So if you go around to the right, you just see the couches and, and like the bar. There's nothing really interesting. Uh, the stairwell, mm. though, you will see is what is behind that metal door. You can't really get to any of the rooms oh. in the yacht until you open that metal door. That and can we sense. from here? Can we see where the cockpit is? Yeah. Do we have a good? Do we need a separate stairwell into there? You can try to find it, but you can't really find your way into it. It seems like you might have to go down into the stairwell sure. or something and come up through that. Yeah. All right. So uh, should we just take a look around, see if we can find something that would be warm and stuffy with not much beach sound? Yes. Although I would like to point out before we do that, that there is a dis- this thing up here. Um, oh, I can just zoom in. It's got a five-star rating. International Luxury Yacht Inspection Committee gave it the five-star rating. Mm. Uh, the bedrooms are carpeted for guests' maximum comfort. Rooms conducive to producing loud sounds, such as entertainment and machinery, are properly soundproofed. Now, presumably the room he's in is properly soundproofed because he can't hear anything from outside. That's fair. Stairwells have wooden floors, so he's not in a stairwell because he has a metal floor. Hot running hot machines. Hot running machines operate in rooms with tiled metal floors to prevent fires. Well, yeah. it is hot where he is yep. and he has a metal floor. Harsh chemicals or fuels are stored away from rooms with food. So as to not, not to well, smell and taste. Well, he can smell yeah. some harsh chemicals, so he must be away from a room with food. Mm-hmm. Windows and portholes allow ocean sounds to pass through for lovely ambience and guests. So enjoyment. nothing with so windows. No windows or portholes. So we know the rules of what we're looking for. Okay. Um, if I go to the main deck, we've got a study. Cool. That does not look like it's got metal floor. Uh, we've got another hidden, hidden stairwell. stairwell. We've got a kitchen, a dining room, the stairwell. Bedroom, bedroom, bedroom. Well, he's not in a bedroom. No, this seems unlikely. These are all either close to food or probably carpeted. He could be in a kitchen. That's close to food. Oh, you're right. So he's not there. Okay. And let's check out the lower deck. Bedroom, bedroom, bedroom. Don't care about those. Lounge area. Don't think that's I much by that. a coffee cup. So that's food. Yeah. Theater. Interesting. Stairwell, kitchen, dining room. Game room, lounge area, bedroom, engine room. Hmm. Now, the engine room will be soundproofed. It's mm-hmm. not in a room with food. It's presumably got, it's got, got running machines floor. and metal floor. So it feels like he must be in the engine room. It seems likely. Constance thinks that you might be right, but she says we can't get to anything until we hmm. get through that metal door. Yeah. No, right. so we got to get to the metal door. So let's... Now, going back to the metal door for one second, I listed four ways that we could interact with the metal door. Yep. And there were four main uh, sound things and then the one intro-y sort of one. So maybe the first one doesn't matter maybe. as much. But is, it, is that true? There are four ways to interact with the door? There are four ways to interact with the door. There's a toggle that goes up or down, or on or off rather. Oh, sorry. There's the button that can just get pressed in. In and out. Great. On, off, in, out. The lever, up, down, presumably. Yep. And then something could go left, right. It's a dial that twists left or right. So maybe we look for those keywords. Yeah, something along those lines sounds good. So let's go back through the... Do you reckon just going from numbers two to five not and skipping the first one? Maybe. Now, I will say, um, Danny did say to pay attention to the names. Maybe you could get a closer look at the names. All right. 
Bring one of them up. So the names are 4E72674469.mp3. There's voice underscore 284170A3749.mp3. Oh, gotcha. Do you actually have it? You've got A, B, C, D, and E somewhere. Oh, in there's an A in that one. And there's a C in the third one. There's a B in the fourth one, a D in the fifth one, and an E in the top one. Mm. So is that an order then? We order them alphabetically. So Feels we look like at number two first. Yeah, I think. All right, so let's do number two first. Let's see what we hear. WWJD 316, a news radio station sharing information and Christ with the nations. If you tuned in last night, we left you with a nice cliffhanger. I know you've all been waiting, so let's get right to the main story of the hour. Ned Bevy. Let's get right the to the main story. As I said, tuned in. Oh, okay. Well, that's tough. That said, left his huge mansion. So, do we do all three of those? I don't know. Do we go like in, then right, then left? That's our bop it. I'll make a note. And then we continue on with the rest of it. Do we hear any others? And I don't know what came first. Do you think in, then right, then left? That's what I heard. All right. Well, let's say that's in, right, left. And then B is number four. Time for another episode of Street Talk. Ned Bebe, every time I see his name on something, I get cheesed off. I saw a plastic bottle of water lying on the grass. I picked it off. My friends say this man is pitiful. On point. I can't think of another word off the top of my head that describes him more perfectly. Off. It was on something as oh, well. On something then off, so yep. on off. Mm -hmm. Did I picked it up? I yep. picked it off. We're lying on the grass. Yep, I got off. that as well. And that was another off. Off the top of my head. Okay. So that was a lot of on, off, on, off, on, off. Okay. Maybe that in is not, is not necessarily part, because maybe each one refers to a single Could be. thing. So maybe it's just the right, left. Maybe. Well, let's, we'll let's keep listening. Uh, so C is voice number three. Many people believe that Mr. Bevy is conducting a lot of underhanded deals. Others think he is purposely doing things that cause damage to the earth. Let's find out what our listeners think. Okay, I agree with most of the people that he called in. Bevy is a crook. He is out of crazy stuff. But we all need to pray for him and try to be a good example for him. Amen. Matthew 6.14 says, For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Amen. Let's find out. In, out. In, out. So let's find out what our listeners think. Okay. Calling in. Mm -hmm. I don't think any of that prayer at the end had anything to do with it. Or I didn't hear any other outs or ins. No. Or any other directions that I could note. So D is the last one. Okay. We return with another snippet from Street Talk to hear from a little girl we found walking her dog around town. I see Bevy's plastic bags flying up and down the street all the time. It's really slow. Up and down the street. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. And then E is the first one. Welcome back to Cryptocurrency, hidden through logical news, and now obviously with our final story. Thank you, Sasquatch. Everyone thinks that too many animals and plants exist. They're all over the place, right? It may seem like a lot, but the truth is, there are very few left. Due to human action, wildlife populations are dwindling and at a pretty staggering rate, but all hope is not lost. Together, we can take care of the Earth and make it an awesome place once again. I'm Mosey Wildlife. Save wildlife, God bless, and we'll see you next time on The Wild Side. Left. There are very few left. I didn't hear any. Were there else. any others? I wasn't listening amazingly well to that one. Right. They're all over the place, oh. right? Subtle. Okay, so what's the order, Danny? Okay, so we're counting that first in that we I think we, we are because, yeah, let's count the first in. Okay, well, let's, let's count that. Okay, so with that in mind, in, then right, left, then on, off, on, off, on, off, then out, in, up, down, right, left. Okay, let's do all of that. And you did uh, miss one and the last one ah! because it was toward the end, but he did say, see you next time on the wild side. Oh, you're right. But Constance caught that. So she said, turn it back on. <laughs> and when you do this, the door hisses open 
all the rooms of the decks of all the decks of the yacht lie before you. We go to engine the lower room. deck, engine room, and we free someone. Well, he's hoping. Oh yes, the dark and daunting engine room stands eerily before you. You hear the ticking sound loud and clear now. Your heart thumps out of your chest in fear, but nothing can drown out the ominous sound of impending peril. Taking a deep breath, you head inside. Um, adjusting to the darkness, you squint and stare straight in front of you. Slowly, a figure materializes before your eyes. It's someone sitting on the floor. And now you can play that clip. Yes! We found you! Finally! What were you doing up there? Watching the Queen's birthday parade? Got here as soon as we could. Now let's get your impatient behind loose and ditch this dump. Not so fast. These handcuffs are connected to the little ticky box. Remember? Any abrupt movement could trigger something. Oh boy. It's a bona fide Mubak bomb with only a few minutes left until it detonates. Just as I suspected. I suggest you all take this key and clear the premises at once. Exactly. Downstairs. We gotta defuse this thing, and then we can... I will defuse it. You should get them out of here, right now. <laughs> you? Defuse it? Yeah, right. You're the one handcuffed to the thing. I've escaped worse. By staying here, they'll be put in danger. And you... You'll simply be in the way. I don't feel confident that you'll be able to snip wires behind your back with your bare fingers. The whole yacht is probably gonna blow up with you in it. Our mission was to protect Mr. and Mrs. Nellendil and bring Ned Bevy to justice. Get them and the evidence back to headquarters. No. I'll catch up. No. Someone. I, I can't leave you. Without you, I... I... I mean, you know, we we can't leave you, you know? Because without you, we can't... Uh, we can't... Fly the helicopter? Yes, helicopter. That, of course. <laughs> I can't fly a helicopter, they can't fly a helicopter, you can fly a helicopter. For a moment, I forgot just how indispensable I was. You wouldn't make it very far at all without me by your side, would you? Just zip it and hold still so we can get you out of this mess. <laughs> Alright. Okay. Alright. So, you can take a look at the bomb. Good thing I brought the toolbox. How is he going to fly? A helicopter, if he has bare fingers. Uh. <laughs> no opposable thumbs. All right. Let's have a look at the bomb. You've got the wires, oh, so we can wow. snip these Mubak wires. The wire cutters, yes. Yes, the wire cutters. Okay, we have a few seconds left. That's a lot of wires. Yep, 59 seconds. Luckily, time has stopped, and so it's not counting down. So mm. we're happy there. We've got a bunch of wires. There are colored wires that go... Uh, generally, they look like they have one end in a number and one in not, but that's not always true. So, for example, the white wire hmm. goes from the zero, zero in the top left all the way down to the third from the left on the bottom, which has no number on it. Mm -hmm. The red wire goes from the 12 on the right, as a random example, all the way off to the left wall, just straight into the side of the mm. bomb. It doesn't go into one of these little metal containers. The numbers down the side, the 9 to 13, only one of them connects to a thing down the bottom. The rest all go off the side, I think. Yeah, the 10, 11, 12, and 13, all attached to the left wall. In fact, coming out of the left wall where the timer is, uh, also there's a timer on the left with six buttons below it. There are one, two, three, yeah, four, five, six, are those six, buttons? seven. Um, Constance advised you don't press them. <laughs> sure. Yeah. 
But uh, so there are six buttons, but there are seven wires coming out of the left wall. Okay. Blue, which goes to thirteen. Mm-hmm. Cream, which goes to an unmarked module in the bottom left. Maroon, which goes to ten. Red, which goes to twelve. Orange, which goes to one. Purple, which goes to eight. And green, which goes to eleven. Mm. I don't know what we need to cut in this situation. Does it? Do, do we get any bomb cutting advice from someone? Um, someone uh, just you kind of don't know if you should listen to him, especially when mm-hmm. he was talking about bomb disposal earlier. But Constance mm-hmm. oh, does okay. say, um, "Mubak bombs." I don't know why are they called that because. You should move back before they explode. <laughs> Maybe? I don't know. But, Danny, you reach into that toolbox to get those cutters that were special for Moobox. And remember what else you put in that toolbox? I put a mask in there. Oh, no, I put a we... paper in there. Sorry, I didn't put a mask in there. You're wearing the mask. Yeah, I put the paper in there. Oh, which had the numbers. Oh, my God, that had numbers. 27, 00, 12, 9, seven. and 10. Not 27. Oh, sorry, 27... Zero zero twelve nine ten, which would be the blue wire, light blue, then the kind of pink wire, then the white wire, the red wire, the yellow wire, and the maroon wire. Coming, uh, can we cut those wires? Hold on, should we check to make sure that we didn't miss anything? Nah, there? let's just cut those wires and hope. <laughs> All right. Okay. So if you're reading through the letter again and. Uh, you do those numbers in order, and you realize at the end it says kaboom. And that's true. Mubak is kaboom backwards. <laughs> oh, so should we do them backwards oh, to avoid you're the kaboom? Right. That... <laughs> nah, sorry, it's too late. I do 10, I do 9, I do 12, I do 0, 0, I Maroon, do 7. Maroon, yellow, two. red, white, pink, light blue. No, nah, I'm doing it backwards. It was okay. Um, <laughs> after snipping the final wire, you hold your breath and squint your eyes, bracing for the worst win. The bomb stops ticking. You all let out a collective sigh of relief. But you can't rest yet. You've become seasick at the thought of being stranded out here for the rest of your life, and you're a bit shaken up due to the close call with the bomb and everything. Can't wait to get back to your regular boring lives. That was enough excitement for the decade. All you want to do is make it to land, kiss the ground, and take a long, well-deserved nap. So, what do you do now? We've got the three keys. I, I guess we tr- we drag ourselves back up. We sprint up the stairs, run to the helicopter, jump in and throw the three well, hold throw on. Three what did the keys there. have to do? One of them had to unlock it, undock it, and un... Sprocket. Yeah. <laughs> so someone will know exactly what keys to do what with. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, he knows the keys. So we, we get in the helicopter, we leave. I will say, because you didn't think to do this, um, pick someone's handcuffs with that fish hook. Because then <laughs> no. he can fly a helicopter with handcuffs. Nope. He's has to, he has he to ca- deal with it. I thought he'd take it as a challenge to do it with his feet. Oh, well, well that sounds not unlike him. <laughs> so, yes, of course. So you grab everything and you jump into the helicopter. And don't forget the plants. Yep, don't forget the plants. Everybody in? Yep. Have you got the plants? Mm-hmm. The letter? Yes, sir. The mask? Most definitely. Are we sure that we're all set to go? I think so. GPS is up and running, and it looks like we have more than enough fuel to make it back to the mainland. Then buckle up and get ready for a bit of fun. Turn one.
someone? Someone? Someone. What did you do? Someone else would. What on earth did you do? Someone! helicopter and we died <laughs> oh no <laughs> the yacht even though he died he's the bomb he just when he flew away the yacht blew up anyway because he thinks it's fun to fly away from explosions so you guys made it well, he's right. you guys did it, did it. it only makes sense, sense.